Yes, indeed. Only in New Orleans, baby. It's your boy Wild Wayne. It comes to Mo Shorty. Big one, we made it. Come on. Come Life Wild Wayne Unchained. The podcast is back at you. One Hello, again. world. One more again. One What's more happening? again. Sean Ryle. What's happening, Weezy? How you today, baby? Man, we have been rolling with the podcast. Shout out to everybody that checks in with us, subscribing globally now. International. I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep putting that out there, That's man. Right. It's uh, exciting times. Uh, and we have thousands of downloads now. That's right. And, and like that is an incredible feel. Like it's this whole new wave. You know, you've had lift, listenership. You see likes and follows. Well, you know, podcasts are kind of gauged a little differently. Downloads and subscribers, and we have been on it because the public has been on it. They like what we put now. Give them that quality content. We're talking New Orleans, baby. That's right. And you know, uh, you know I'm not. Uh, I'm not much on analytics like you are. You right. Can, you know, I, I see you in there looking at the statistics and pulling up this and pulling up that. I'm more of a word of mouth, you know, feel it from the streets type of guy. So I've been getting some text messages, some phone calls. I even got a couple of emails, man. Yeah. People want to be on, on this podcast. A lot yes. of folks yes. want to be involved. Pulling us in different directions, giving me great ideas. So, you know, you guys keep coming with the comments, keep hitting us in the DMs, keep shooting us the uh, emails, you know, with the suggestions. And we, we really appreciate it, man. We really appreciate you guys. Hit us on the email, wildwayneunchained at gmail.com. Right. And plus, a lot of folks have been sending up some really cool product. Uh, shout out to guys from over at Cajun Fire. Sent us this new uh, Honey Ale Brew. Yeah. Whoo, good I, stuff. From New Orleans, young guys uh, building a whole facility out there in New Orleans East. Salute on that one. And it's good. It's very good. Yeah. So, you know, I like to drink in the podcast. I'm going to drink some of these for us all said and done, right? Yeah, these cats say it's, uh, it's not only going to be a brewery, but it's uh, going to be a cultural hub. A cultural hub, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, so, so big up, big up, big ups to them for supplying us with uh, today's libations. Today's you know, libations for the right. day. We're going right. to jump right into it. Our guest today is my little brother. Come on. My, my little bro. Like, I get really excited every time this guy has a victory because... You know, I know where he came from. But we gonna find out where he came from, came from. You know, people be doubling up. Came from, came from, uh, right here on the Wild Wayne Unchained podcast. Drum roll, please, yeah, yeah. Today, in the Luscious Studios, Buck Jump Studios, we have the one and only, hailing from the West Bank. Put your hands together for the real Chappas Day. And the crowd goes crazy. Oh, yeah. What's happening, man? Man, we excited. You know, I said, we got to get Chop on the podcast. Hey, man, I appreciate y'all having me here, fellas. I mean, it's just been a long time coming. And yes. I believe I deserve to be sitting in between you fellas again, man. It's been a long time coming, and 
it's just time to take this journey to the next level now. Man, you mentioned earlier what happened last time you were sitting between us. Man. Yeah, man. You know, <laughs> hey, let me tell you, it was it was good, man. We had a great night. You know, I, I wonder if these um, Cajun fires, you know what I'm saying? But you know, man, hey, bro, it's just is is family orientated with us. So, I mean, I know it's no. I must say there's no limits to where we can go and what right. we can talk about. You know what I'm saying? I feel comfortable talking to y'all. Right, know? right, right. Because I mean, like I say, we family, you know? You know, what's interesting to me right now in the current landscape around the city and with the craze around the country with your your newfound success again, because okay. you keep coming again like a phoenix, keep coming back and rising up, people don't. Understand, we've been rocking for a long time. Hey, you, what's, what's your, your name? name? Right. You on the radio with, with your, your boy, boy Wild Way. It's your boy, Lil yeah. Lil Dome, hit that Lil Dome rap. Man, I, uh, I remember I used to call, bro, and the phone would be busy. You know, nobody could get through the nine o'clock prop. So it was like, somebody said, Chop, you must have a back line or something. Because I would sit there and I'm telling you, I would hit this redial button. Boom, 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 boom. And when I hear that, shh, Q93. Oh, I know it was on only Right, 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 right. I, it got to the point to where I didn't even think I had to tell him to rap no more. You know, you have to rap it to him first, so he got to let you know if hey, you can't say this. He just went to the point to where. Let's go. Let's, let's go. go. Let's go, Darwin. Let's get it. Let's get it. Yeah, you know. Now, now, was that your first experience in rapping? Were you rapping previous to that? Well, actually, my first chance to hit a stage and rap was in the fourth grade. I won a talent show at Elm Grove Elementary. Okay. And that was around the time where I knew this is what I wanted to do. Gotcha. You know, in fourth grade. In fourth grade. I mean, I put the words together better than I did for the test that we took Friday. I right, failed, right, I right, failed right. the test, but I won the talent show. <laughs> you know what I'm right. Do you remember that rap? Do I remember that rap? It was sort of like, uh, let me see. Uh, really? Hey, you uh, remember it? Was it I? I went to the park, then it got dark. Somebody tried to rob me with a spoon and a fork. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was like, it was just a rap like that. Right. And, and, you know, just to see me elevate to where we are now, man, it's just a wonderful feeling. I'm humbled. Right, I'm humbled. Right, it's right. a humbling feeling. It's a humble experience. And for some people that this will come for them, this type of success, you know, they'll be all over the place, you know, head this big. But it's like with me, I done been there and done it before. So right, right. I'm more on a level to where all right, I know what to do this time, you know, and I just, I pray for everybody that's against me because these mountains have been moved and ain't nothing no man can stop. God got this. Now, now with the, the 9 o'clock props, uh, you know, it was a certain format. Mm -hmm. uh, but people know you for your bounce style mm -hmm. and more up-tempo, party-ish music. Correct. Well, people don't realize you are a battle rapper. True, true. Like, I tell people that all the time. They're like, ah, oh, no. He just chops down. I was like, nah, no he better. was a serious, vicious I, I, battle rapper. I think rapper. that's my own alter ego. I think Chopper's the alter ego, and people don't realize that. I mean, the bounce, the bounce music, it was, it's in me because of it's uh, New Orleans culture, and it's, our culture, mm -hmm. like you go to DC, they have their own style of music. When you go to LA, you got their own style of music. Everybody has their own style. So it's like New Orleans has this. The call and repeat. Mm -mm, mm -mm. A certain mm -mm, beat, a certain mm -mm. cadence. Man, right. and at the end of the day, when that Browns beat that trigger man come on, you just feel like it's, you home. Mm -hmm. you know, like for people that don't like bounce, I don't understand, they will get in another state and hear it and go crazy. 
Gotcha. But they'll be right here in their own city and like yeah. frown upon it. Like, but they can't they can't wait till they hear Chopper style and they in Guam. Mm-hmm. Oh man, they played your song. Well, hey, why didn't you do that when you was in Club J's the other night when they played it? You walked off the floor. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? But so, I didn't think you were gonna transition to bounce. Um, At first, me I remember neither. we sat in the truck mm-hmm. in the Range Rover by the old raggedy building, the old radio station yeah, building. Yeah, I remember. And he that. said, "Look, this this what we just came out the yo with." I mm-hmm. said, "You finished the whole thing." He's like, yeah, I got the whole project done. I, yep. did, I thought he just had a single. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, wow, it's it ain't battle rap though. Right, right, right. Was it tough transitioning? If from- I could really, if I could really say what you said. Wayne was like, what the fuck are you doing? Right. Like, man, I said, listen, I was on stage the other night and I was spitting my heart out and the crowd was like, he dope. I said, then I said, if you were independent, well, they went crazy. Got you. So I was like, damn, I'm like, it's that simple. So okay, I could go over here with these nickel and dimes, I could go make these 20s and 50s. Mm-hmm. I only got the nickels and dimes and I only got the 20s and 50s. Right, you know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. So with your verse at how you do both. Right, right, right. And it doesn't stop there. I mean, like, I have songs that I never released that still will be relevant to this day on EDM. On techno, on you know, okay. it's just okay. Man, I'm gonna say like this here: some of my favorite entertainers are not hip hop artists. Wow. You know, honestly, I mean, I listen to all genres of music. You know, and I used to be mad that when I was young, my mom, you know, and my dad, they would move to different places, and I'd be like, I lost my friends. Now I gotta start all over. But now I'm grateful because we moved in so many different spots to where we was in the hood, but we also lived where I was the only black kid on the block. You know what I'm saying? So like, it, it was a great experience for me to grow now and see like, damn, this is what was happening to me when I was younger. So now I know how to turn this light switch on and off when I need to. It, it built you up. Oh, it yeah. built you. It, it gave you layers. Today. Yeah. You know, and I always say that like some of the artists out there, they might be able to rhyme words and maybe mm-hmm. have a dope flow, but a lot of times the music is shallow. Right. Right. And that short-lived career is usually based upon the fact that it doesn't have layers to it. Right, right. You know, you've experienced some life, obviously, moving around, having these different things happening, mm-hmm. being in maybe a low-income area. Right, like, you right. learn a lot. And that's oh, what yeah. makes up New Orleans music. And uh, it's so hard to emulate anywhere else because, you know, of course we have a certain way we eat and the food mm-hmm. we have. There's a right. certain way that people talk. Uh, like I just got this song from Dawn Richard, and she spit that New Orleans, mm. and she a singer. But it's because it's because of those things—the colorful people you deal with, mm. the ignorance you got to deal with right, sometimes. Right, right. You know, the bad somebody's mama cussing you out. You know, you, the all bad that. checks you receive. Right, you know right, what I'm right. saying? The bad contracts. What you learn from all of that. You know. So now, for this to come back to me, and what. I had to grasp was, okay, I was sitting back thinking, okay, I need another hit, I need another hit, I need another hit, but the same song came back around and did it. I think I'm the first artist in history that came back with his own record without somebody else remaking it. For the third time. For the, I think the fourth time, <laughs> to be honest. Wants to love. The city loves you. you know? city loves oh, and I love the city so back, you know? Yeah. And just to be back to where we are now, bro, I'm just, like I said, it's just, the ride, the journey has been great. Mm-hmm. So throughout this whole journey, I met the right people. Right, right, so right. So it's like when it was time for me to do this all over again, the first thing I did was put the people in position that needs to be there mm-hmm. because 
you'll get some people that know what they're doing, but they'll try to wear too many hats. Right, right, right. You know, right. so you got to get this person that know how to walk the dogs. You got to get this person here that know how to run the company. You know what I'm saying? Because right. I didn't been around people that was millionaires mm -hmm. and did not know what to do with their money. So I, I learned at that point, you know what? Money isn't everything, you gotcha. know? Gotcha, gotcha. So with the, with the success of the 9 o'clock props, mm -hmm. Uh, you're, you're a kid at this time. You're right, rapping right. on the radio with, with the legendary Wild Wayne. Right. That's my dude right there, you mm -hmm. know. So so who came at you? The phone started ringing. People started knocking on the doors. Or What, what, what happened after the 9 o'clock props? I got old. Nah, got I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, after the 9 o'clock props, I just continued to do what I was doing because by me doing that in school, you got to think, like, you on the radio. I mean, I'm, I felt like I was a, a radio personality because I was on that every night, you know. Right. And I would go back to school in the morning and to get the high fives and the, you know, Ooh, from the, from you the fellas. Yeah, the, no, wait, you the killed kiss, that yeah, boy. The, 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 the kisses from the cheerleaders, you right, know what I'm right. saying? So it's like I was building my fan base right there at that point. But, I mean, what record labels? Any any record well, labels look, coming let, at you? Let me, let me say something. You know what somebody told me the other day? The 9 o'clock props was the early form of social media. It was. Yeah. Like exactly. people was. were getting likes in person. Like, right. And more followers and the by whatever they posted or actually that, did. The only thing about that was you didn't know who the faces was because I had people dissing me on the 9 o'clock props that I went to school with, but they'll be there under another name. Right. And oh. we found out who it was. <laughs> Like, wait, this, this, you gonna go to school with us? Right, right. Oh, we caught nine days the next day. Well, I'm getting suspended. Boy, I jump on his ass and yeah. But, Hit you know, him with the yeah. Man, it was over. Then, then Wayne come, hey, bro, you can't be doing that. I'm like, hey, man, you can't be talking about my mama. Right, right. You, you talk about me. It's a record. Don't, say, don't you right. say nothing about my mama, though, boy, boy. So how did that parlay into your first record deal? Like, had people kept hearing you? And that got, got a wave going for you. I or stayed what? consistent with what I wanted to do, like um, just just performing. I, you know, I, you know, I went to club, the club. I mean, I was too young to get in some spots. I'm standing in the backyard, like, hey Wayne, hey y'all, let me through here. You're not coming in here, chop. You know, wait two more years. I'm like, all right, cool. Then they look up and I'm in the club. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. How did he get in here? Man, look, I I wanted it. You know what I'm saying? So like, I just continue to. Knock on every door I could. You know, I knocked on doors so much that my knuckles started hurting. I remember looking out the peak hole at me like, what do he want? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then it went to let him in. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, the, the record deals and things came after that, you know, a couple right. of years after that. I mm -hmm. mean, I was fresh out of high school, just happy just to be a part of something. But what I didn't understand was the business side of it. You know, I would hear rappers like Mystical saying the verse like is. Is, is 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 what ninety percent, you know, business ten percent talent. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mm -hmm. never understood what that was. I was just so young and excited to where I just went to sign in everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, I need to sign here, sign here, cause we doing shows and making money. And at that time, fifty bucks was a whole lot of money. A hundred dollars was a whole lot of money. Yeah, boy, I don't know how I stretched that and you know um, <laughs> flip that, work that, right? You know what I'm right. saying? So just at that time, like when the, when the, when the label started. Um, you know, getting, you know, catching the interest with me. I was just, like I said, I was young and I was just excited. You know, they knew me as that little energetic cat that would hit the stage. And the best thing about me was my performance. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? That's how I look at myself as a performer. That's why I say the different genres of music that I listen to. Like one of my favorite artists is Charlie Wilson. You know what I'm saying? Uncle Charlie. Okay. The reason being <laughs> is I actually went to a Charlie Wilson show. And when I tell you, it was like 95 minutes of just, I can't stop looking. Like, I mean, this man, like 112, 
and he back and forth, back and forth, change the wardrobe. And hit after hit after oh, hit. Man, I wasn't even born. I'm talking, what that song is? Then, you know, later on, I'm like, baby, you don't know nothing about that. I'm like, oh, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, so I mean, that's that's if I want to be like somebody, that's who I want to be like. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, that's how the chopper style seeming like it's doing. So how, how do you get with Take Four? I got with Take Four records. Um, let me see. I don't want to tell no lies. Let me tell the truth. Um, tell the truth. Set you free. Yeah. Let me see. Let me see. I remember DJ Ryan. He's okay. with the ride yeah, around yeah, in that yeah. truck. With the, with the cat eyes. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. So uh, DJ Ryan, um, he would come pick me up and bring me to the block parties like out in La Plaza, uh, wherever they had something that going on. So he's the DJ at this spot called Mike's in, um, in Kenner. Remember Mike's place? Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, sir. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just catch the mic, you know what I'm saying? And, and you know, while I'm catching the mic, at that time, I was catching the mic to impress the females. I'm not gonna lie, like I was trying to get rid of the kidding, you know what I'm right, saying? Right, right, right. Right. You know what I'm saying? So uh, it started getting to where I remember DJ Ryan, then we took it to stars, you know, and, and DJ Ryan was like, hey, you know, I rhymed to talk to Henry, Earl, hey, hey, hey. Right. The top of song getting hot, so boy, you Henry, know what I'm saying? Henry and Earl, that's take four? Yeah, take four records, Henry and Earl. So. Um, I also used to be with Big Ramp all the time. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Big Ramp, my, my big brother too. So, you know, it was like, it was just the people who I was around, they was more connected with Take Four Records. So I can remember when me and JMK presented the song, Henry ain't like it. Henry was like, man, it's all right, it's okay. And we, we need to get Willie Puckett ready. You know what, what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we about to put Willie Puckett out. You know, forget Chavo. And then, it, it, the song snuck up to his back door, and when his children went to say, who is Chopper, it's like, wait, we gotta put Chopper out. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Earl, um, Earl was more on the business side of the label. Um, he was a man you didn't see too much, you know? Earl, like when it was a big event, I see Earl shake his hand, he was the one with the envelope all the time. Right, so right, I, right, I, right. When I see my I, friend, I Earl, my friend! That's my dog, you know, he got the envelope <laughs> with the Chopper written on it, you know? So, um, that's how I, I, I got with Take Four. I know it's probably some so, people I'm missing, so but that's the song what I So was the song already done before you went yeah. to Take Four? Mm -hmm. the, the single chapter style? Mm -hmm. And who did the first beat? The first? Was it, I heard it was Full Pack, but then I heard it was JMK. Wh which one did the original one? Uh, Alex, I'll take JMK for 100 please. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, JMK right. is a legendary DJ in the city. Oh, he I gets know. Down. Jam he gets Master Kirk. That's right. Best DJ. J -J 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 yeah. Now, yeah. I heard he was just running that beat in the club just to get people hype. Well, and, and you were like, man, this. He called me and he said, hey, I got this beat I just did. I need you to hear it. Like, because I was hosting, like, I would, um, I would host it on a Friday night and a Saturday. So he was like, tomorrow when we go to the club, I need you to hear this beat. Okay. And so he played it. As soon as it came on, it just sounded like Rocky. I'm like, oh yeah, we about to tear it down in here. So I just started freestyling to the beat, just to hype the crowd up, you know. And oh. the next day, he, I mean, he told me right afterwards, you know, you could tell when you didn't impress somebody, he had to look like we recording this tomorrow. So mm -hmm. the next morning, I'm talking about this was Friday night, Saturday morning, we was at his house, at, at his studio, recording it. And I remember walking there with, a, with, a, uh, with my notebook. And he was like, what you doing? I said, I'm getting ready to write to the beat. He said, no, you got to run what you ran last night. And I'm like, I don't remember. I don't there know, wasn't no cameras back then. It was uh, Hypnotic and Hennessy. That <laughs> that's what was going on. That was like the actual call and repeat. That was true bounce right. music. Right. Yeah. And and what happened, it was, I don't know if the sun bumped the moon and a star fell like at that moment, but something just lined up and it just 
Bam. And magical. Bam. So the next night we played the song in the club and the people ran out to it. I'm talking about the first reaction to it was live. It was like, wow. So that's when I, I slid it to DJ Ryan. Right. And I went to, you know, sliding it to other DJs and it started going crazy. And there were some DJs that didn't want to play it. I Why? never understood. I never understood still to this day. I'm like, what's wrong? You know, I think it was me. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, you know, I was, it was I was a little hot boy back then, you know what I'm saying? Right, so right, I went right. to thinking, man, maybe I had to mess with one of their little chicks or something, and mm -hmm. you know, they got a little animosity. So it wasn't the music, you think it was more personal. Had to be, you okay. know, you okay. know, shit. I was the little young, energetic cat with the broad shoulders <laughs> that the girls wanted at the time, you know. But I mean, the thing is. I never let that go to me or get to my head because what people fail to realize is I was popular in school, you know what I'm saying, from playing football and stuff. So I was used to dating the cheerleaders. I was used to being at the pep rallies and, you know, mm -hmm. hyping it, you know. Like I said, fourth grade, I was I was rapping, you know what I'm saying? Right. So when all the fame came, it was just, it made me more nervous than anything because these people I don't know. Right, right, You know what I'm right. saying? So I had to adjust the people that's just walking up to me. And where we from, we, we from different areas to where, you know, it, it, it goes down from people you don't know. Mm -hmm. You can't trust situations. You know, I, I would be in, let's say, in a Magnolia project with Soldier Slim. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like, I'm back though. He, he, love me today. You, you, you chop us down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on back here, chop up. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, you got my mom and him howling. Ow, you know, everybody, you know. That's how he was. So I'm in these situations seeing what's going on. I'm like, wait, Slim, man, your people over there tripping. Don't, don't worry about them. I got you, chop us out. Let, 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 let's get it. You know? So I'm like, man. So when, like, just seeing different. I got a chop already. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so now you're on take four, and there's uh -huh. other bounce orders on take four also. Uh -huh. So the competition's a little stiff. You know, well, how did you find your niche? Well, well, well at, the, at the time, um, because they mean, had other bounce oh, orders. Yeah, now yeah, remember, yeah, yeah, I mean, we're talking I, about I take all four of them. Has DJ, DJ Jubilee, Jubilee, Willie Puckett. Casey Red, right, you know what I'm saying? Right. Junie B, you Katie know? Red, yeah, all, you know, of all that. Right, right. And the thing was, it was a a family orientated label. It was more of None of us really hung together, hung together. Mm -hmm. But it was like when it was showtime, January 3rd, Take Vote Concert, everybody come together as a family. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's mm -hmm. like a lot, of, a lot of these kids don't know about Voltron, but it's like when Voltron is broken apart, it's strong. But once you get Voltron together, it's like Stronger. unstoppable. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So, I mean, it was just, it was great, man. I love the road trips. <laughs> you know, just, um, it was a show. Like, and one thing I can say about Take Vote Records and, I never was with them, but Big Boy Records, um, as a kid just being a fan, these people really put on shows like you got your money worth. Yeah. I remember going to the, a, a, a Big Boy concert and like they got trash all over the stage and it's like garbage cans and I'm in the crowd. It was and, a set. Yeah, so Kango Slim jump out, Kango Slim can he come out this trash can and Mina come out the other one and Mystical coming out from the ceiling and I'm like, whoa, like this is mm -hmm. what I wanna do. Entertainment. Yeah, you know, and Take Four was just like that. Take Four put on a show, they had the dances and I mean Jubilee had 101 dances in one song mm -hmm. and they did 101 dances, the whole performance. I mean, the crowd going crazy. Then Casey Ray to come out with her girl dances and it's just like, wow, now, you know, it's just, it was just a total package, you know, now, you a, know a, a bounce. No, you know, it's interesting that you, you say that because, like, it's almost ancient history mm -hmm. in in how shows are developed now because right. there's not many labels that have multiple acts. 
Mm-hmm. It's not many indie labels anymore. Everybody right. kind of doing it for themselves. And then folks don't always understand like y'all were able to be successful as a part of those units. Take four, um, big boy, obviously, uh, cash money, yeah. no limit, because they did show shows. And right. it was easy to garner a teen or a young fan base because y'all actually entertained. Right. Whereas now people just grab a mic and get out there and try to spit too many right. bars. And I, I love bars. Right. But like this is entertainment. Right. We and coming to see something. We don't want we could just listen to the song. That ain't happening no you know more on, on this smaller level. It's it's only on the bigger levels now. And I think we gotta figure out how to get artists to really put down some really banging performances to engage the younger audiences, because now you got an ace in a hole because people, everybody got a camera. Yeah, right. You're telling me this from your memory. Mm-hmm. Show me a video of it. Huh. You can't. And if I do have it, it's fuzzy, fuzzy, fuzzy. You know, you can't see what's Imagine going on. Imagine how much right. further some of these groups could go and, and build like huge <laughs> waves of momentum and in, in, uh, people that support if they could mm-hmm. just entertain. Right. Like, everything don't have to be so serious all the time. Though, uh, There's not enough fun music out there I, anymore, I, I, either. I'm kind of glad, though, uh, you know, we didn't have, you know, social media. Like <laughs> me too. Yeah, but I, <laughs> me I, too. I, I, I think I would have been, you know. We, not yeah. me, we. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Hey, I used to get in the club. Hey. Say, bro, let me carry the record cream, hey. bro. Him. Hey. Silver, Silver money. and Polly P, yep. who became Baby Boy yeah. and Money. Yep. Yeah, let money. me carry the records for you. I mean, you, you see All right, that. go to the back door, grab the record. That's how you're going to get in tonight. Yeah, you, you <laughs> refer to him as your little brother, but I always refer to him as my nephew. You're right. Right, you know? right. So, right. I, would, I would see him because we, we were close to each other on the West Bank. That's another right. story for another time. Yeah, <laughs> leave that alone. Yeah, but hey, it was enough for him to hit the doorbell. It was enough for him to right. knock on the door. Say, uncle, what's happening? Right. You know, and right. I've, always, I've always had love for him. Right. So, when I had to start, ride my bike line now, you know? Right. Right. So when, when the success hit, I was like, okay, right, we on yeah, one, we on one, we on one. So now we got the Take Four story. Get a cold. Uh-huh. We, we got the Take Four story down, and we know how you, you hooked up with Take Four, Jubilee, and all those dancers. Mm-hmm. What, what, what happened after Take Four? What, 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 was, what well, was next for Stopper? Yeah, what, what happened from the Take Four success? I mean, did what, it die what, out, or did, did it pick up? Did it slow down? What, what was the transition? It actually, it picked up. I mean, um... Let's see, in between that right there. That record like, lasted for a yeah, long time. It was like nine summers, you know what I'm saying? The song was just going and going. So I wasn't even, you know, worried about making a new song. I'm like, you know what? But it's gonna ride this wave. Yeah, we're gonna well, we're gonna squeeze every drip out this wave and you know, all us getting it, you know. So. You know, a lot of people don't realize this. Once you do have Thank a hit bro. record, once you have a record that that's popular, you're able to sustain by doing shows. Right? Mm-hmm. That that those right. that, that song continues to let you let you eat. Mm-hmm. Because you know, everyone wants to hear it. It's a party song. And it's a song that not only the adults can hear, but it's a song the kids can hear also. Right. It, it's radio friendly. Right, right. It's people It was the friendly. type of song you could play at the family reunion, the, 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 the kids sock hop, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought you could have played in the funeral on the day with it. Just got up, you know what, one more Whoa. time, boom, boom, you know what I'm saying? And, yeah. And all the women liked it because of the independent women right. part. So if they already were independent or they were trying to be independent. Someone was lying. No, I ain't gonna lie. They were lying. A lot of lying going on. A lot of lying. But yeah, I, I was with that lie. I was with it. Let's get it, love. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Buy the album. You know what I'm saying? Go, go get it. Go get it. How, how you got with P? That was because your next step after that was was the No Limit Wave. Right. How did, uh, how did that come about? I just remember seeing P on TV, 
you know, and I knew he was a big pioneer for New Orleans and the things that he did for the city with No Limit, you mm-hmm. know, and he had a new wave coming. It was called a new No Limit, and mm-hmm. we was just bumping into each other, not physically, but it was more of he's hearing, excuse me, what Chop was doing. So I just remember one day, God bless the day, man, me and my pops were sitting outside under the car porch. And we were just talking, and my phone rung, you know, Swab by. Oh, what's up, Chopper, man? How you doing, man? You all right? <laughs> you know, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. So me and Swab, you know, we was cool from the club. So he was like, man, P, won't holler at you. And I'm like, P, what P, man? Like, you know, like, man, whatever, man. He's like, no, man, I'm sick. Hold this on. This ain't hold no P. Hold on, man, hold on. <laughs> I, I, I heard him patting his braids right there when he was talking to me, like, what's up, Chopper? Um, yeah, this P, bro. Um, yeah, I just want to come put a twist on this thing. <laughs> so I was like, man, all right. So like two days later, like, I mean, I was just sitting under the car porch and two days later, I'm in LA, you know what I'm saying? And <laughs> what, what, was there any transition from, were you still with Take Four? Or did you have, did Actually, Take Four um, at that time? Or yeah, what was going on? Take Four was still with um, the movement with the No Limit. Like, you look at the back of the CD, it said <clears throat> the new Take Four, and it said new No Limit. Mm-hmm. All it was missing was Chopper Music, but you know, that's a whole different story. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. But, uh, nah, it's all love. Um, yeah, they, were, they was on a, on, a, on a joint venture with Pete, you know. That was their business, you know, what they did. That's them. Uh, I just continued to move with my success and what I was doing, because I like to stay out of people's business. My mom always told me, mind my own business. That's right. Don't be nosy, you know. Gotcha. You can't stand in front of people sometimes. You just got to let things happen. You know? Right. So so now we on the tank. Now we with the new Oh, movie. yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Things just happening uh, on a bigger scale. I mean, you know, we went from Club James to Soul Train. You know what I'm saying? So, you, you did do Soul yeah, Train. Yeah, yeah. Don Cornelius told me. He sat there and I remember him telling P, man, you got something right there. Hey, that boy's a star. And for me to hear him say this, and I used to be sitting Indian style watching this man since I was a As child. A kid. Come on, man. Like Love, peace, and soul. Come on, man. Hey, with the bush. Right. You know what I'm talking about? Like, hey, bro, just a, uh, it was amazing. It was a wonderful opportunity for me to be there and to actually hear this. Mm-hmm. You know, so the only thing that kind of confused me was I was so excited to perform. You know, I had the real jersey on this time. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't the, the stick on right, stuff. Right. You know? We got the real jerseys and I go to Bucking and I'm doing my thing and they say, no, no, no. Lip sync. I, said, I don't think I can do that. And I'm still running. <laughs> Let's go. You know, like we're not about to do that. I'm about to perform. This right, I'm, right, I'm on Soul right. Train. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, Baby Boy with you on that one, did he? I think Baby Boy rocked with Prince. you on that. Yep, yep, uh-huh. yep. Baby Boy the Prince. Now, now, what other like what were some of the highlights of your your run with No Limit? Like the biggest shows or. The craziest story. Man, Tell me right. some stuff, because I know it was it, another it, it level. It all started when we went on uh, 106 in Park, and I just wanted to see Free. Woo, remember Free oh and AJ. AJ was I wasn't worried yeah. about AJ. Yeah. I was trying to see Free. <laughs> right, right. Free me, baby. Yeah, you know, I was trying to see Free. So it was a humbling experience for me because I wasn't supposed to be on the show. You know, P was just like a muscle. Like, he didn't care. Look. I'm putting chopping them on this sofa right now, and right. y'all gonna run the cameras, and you know that's what they did. And Free was mad, like she said. Now just you can see the interview, like you know there was like you pull it up on YouTube. She like, and, and who are you? Ooh. And so I hit it with that deep voice. It's your boy Chopper, you know all the ladies love him. Then the crowd just ah, 
Right. So then she couldn't do that but be like, wait a minute, let's see this here. Like, you better check me out. I'm on Uncut BT right now, you know what I'm saying? I came Ooh, on right I'm after this. Yeah. That video was popping. I came on right after that song. I ain't got no panties on. It was something like that. And then the Chopper Style would come on. I remember this. Like, like it was yesterday. We that's, about two, that's about 2 30. I need a tip drill. Yeah, it was going down. Swipe the card. But oh uh, man, it was just <laughs> Man, we had some hell of a stories. It was like So did you holler that free afterward? I did. I gave her a hug and gave her a kiss on her face, but that's the furthest I got. And I was, oh, you know, like, oh. I'm, I'll be back. And I came back. And it was a different story the next time I came. Right, you know, right, we, we right. We became friends. So, you know. That's so crazy because that was, like, such an iconic show. Right. You know, for a generation of early hip hoppers. Right, right. You know. Other than Fat Fat and all of that, which was yeah, the big yeah, dog anyway. Yeah, I, hey, hey, Fat Fat and all that made me who I was. I remember I used to just go to Fat Fat and just... Juggy trying to interview me. Man, look, I'm the host. I'm the host. Let me do this, you know. And, and Chris just loving it. He's like, yeah, yeah, chop, you the host today. Right. We're on the lakefront. That's what yeah. the lake used to pop on Sundays. Yeah, yeah, Man, yeah, yeah. That was that was the ish right there, boy. Um, what, what about your biggest show with No Limit? What, what like what city or or whatever? Do you remember? It was just the tour. It was the tour. It was the uh, street baller tour. Like mm -hmm. uh, that was my first real tour. I was on. It was, uh, you know, the 504 boys. It was um, 50 Cent in the G Unit. Um, a couple other people, different cities we go to. He would pull, peer pull different people. Uh, Black Ice. Oh yeah. You remember that? Oh yeah. <laughs> Ain't no place like the NO for sure. Yeah. It's funny you said that. It's funny you mentioned Black Ice. You you had a stint with Roy Jones at a while for a while, didn't you? That was after Pete. We gonna that get to that. After we, we, we gonna get to okay, that. Okay, slow down. Sean, slow your roll. Pump your brakes, <laughs> oh, young see, man. Oh, see, oh. I'm hyped. Yeah, Gosh, you know, I'm that tour was like really interesting. <laughs> you know? Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, I think 50 had just put out Wankster. Mm -hmm. And, and then in the club, in the club was, was coming. just Bang. coming. P was kind of a visionary. He saw it. He knew that this was gonna be a big record and a mm -hmm. big artist. And he said, I need to get, if I'm not mistaken, he said, I want 10 dates before anybody else could get them. At fifty a pop, so he gave him five hundred thousand, and artists wasn't getting that kind of bread mm -hmm. at that time. Mm -hmm. But by the time that tour started, fifty was on fire. Yep. He was so far in front of it, uh, and I think what the first shows were maybe in Texas. Mm -hmm. I it remember was a revolving stage. Yeah, stage yeah, yeah, yeah. Stage yeah. That went around the dome, like you know, I want to bring something like that back to the Superdome, and you know. And then and I see, think they had B2K, I think, on the end of that, the mm -hmm, end of that tour. Yep. That was crazy. Um, that's, that was that's big, though, huh? That's, see, that's what I'm trying to do right now. Like, um, you know, the City Girls record is popping. I want to be the first one to bring City Girls to these type of yeah, things. You know what yeah, I'm saying? So, yeah. I mean, you just learn from, some, you know, from, from what you see. Mm -hmm. you know, and what, what you've experienced. Right, right, right. And let me see a little bit more, bro, with, with the No Limit. Man, I had a great run. It was just so funny that... When I came in the picture, like they had albums set up and it was like, he just pushed everybody back for chop, you know? And, and it kind of brought a lot of animosity between the artists, but I was so genuine of a person. Like I, look, you know, look, what you call me, Neff? You call me a little brother, that's how I am. Mm -hmm. You know, so mm -hmm. you gonna treat me like family because I'm gonna come so genuine. So people were salty in the camp? I would have been salty too, because like, come on man, we been here and you just, this little nigga just come in, y'all just throw him out. Right, right, you know, right, right. Adding him to the 504 boys, the 504 boys wasn't him, you know. It's the 504 you know? boys. So I you gotta think that. about it, you know, but I you know, I came in so genuine to where I was like, man, Chop cool, man, we can't say nothing bad about Chop. Right, right, It was right. me and Currency, like, man, you know, me and Currency, that's my dog, you know, and 
still to this day, like people don't know how tight me and him is. We just doing, we on two different journeys. Right, right, you know? right, um, right. I remember with times that Colonel still called me and just said, man, the Colonel called me. I'm like, what we gotta do? We gotta fly to LA. I'm like, for what? Man, the Colonel wants some grits and hot sausage patties because they don't sell it in LA, but he's <laughs> gonna pay us about 15 grand to bring it. I said, we let's go. I'll meet you at the airport. <laughs> let's go. You know With some patties. But, you know, but it should have been Volker song. You know, yeah, you know, you know, it was just times like that. Like, you know, um, like I said, man, currency, we was just we were just getting it in while we while we fit in that. You know, we mm -hmm. shoot movies at the time, um, Hollywood Homicide. We did um Couple other movies, the Block Party. Yeah, you know, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Things were just moving at, at, at the time. You still get checks, SAG checks from those movies? Oh, that's another story. We'll so, talk about okay. that later. You know, oh, <laughs> another podcast, right? There. Yeah, that's another. That's a whole other podcast. Oh shit! We'll talk. So now we on the tank. Now we on the tank. We part of five hundred four. Yeah, boys. we 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 the getting it in. Style. I mean, we getting movies. We the tour is going well. Uh huh. But, I, the tour. I want to say this about the tour. Everybody that was on this tour, they will back me up and vouch for me. You know, um, the best person to ask is maybe Baby Boy, and then you can ask Big Ramp. I remember when we first started the tour, like, I was so energetic, and I got this from just being me and being around the atmosphere of seeing Big Boy records perform, seeing Take Boy records perform. So I wanted to bring this to the world to where they could see exactly what the performance the performances are, because they hear the dancers, but they don't know how to do them, so that's why I had dancers, you know, right. where we went, you know. And... When we first got on tour, 50 Cent, he was standing in the middle of the stage, like, you know, just at New York, you know, they, they, they just on the middle of the stage and they just put the mic out. I'm jumping on speakers, I'm climbing up the, you know what I'm saying, everything I could climb up on. See, two, three shows later, I saw 50 Cent climbing mm -hmm. up on the speakers and I saw him climbing up and Elevate then- Elevate your game. Man. So I was like, wow, like, but it wasn't, I didn't go without it. Man, you biting my show. No, I was like, damn, you know. He watching me. Yeah, I have he watching me. So that's that's I a good thing, you know. Right. So that's what's up, you know. Um, like I said, that that was part of that tour. That that went on, and it just after that we we just you know regrouped and and worked on a, on an album. You know, it was just I was waiting on the second single to come, but I, you know the second single didn't come. So around this time here, P had started working with um with Romeo. I think it was a Nickelodeon show in Canada or something mm -hmm. that was going on. So. Mm -hmm. I was trying to reach out, like, all right, what, what we doing next? What we doing next? You know, and he was like, I got you. I might be back down there, you know. But I knew that was going to take a while, so I just continued to do what I, I do, and that's be chopper. Right. <clears throat> so I went to a celebrity basketball game, and um, I think it was out in Florida somewhere, either Miami. I think it was Miami. And, you know, I did it all. You know, that's that's the time when I really wanted to play ball and all that. So, you know, I'm out there. We didn't did some celebrity basketball yeah, games. Yeah, a bunch. And I could play. You know, I just don't do it no more. You know, I don't want to hurt myself. Right, right, right. You don't get injured. Yeah, I don't know. I, I need these knees right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, I ran into Roy Jones. It was like he didn't know who I was, but he was trying to figure out why was Florida making all this noise for this little dude. Like, who is he? Mm -hmm. And they brought me over there, and I'm sitting down, I'm talking to him, and we just had a good conversation. And it's like certain people, real people, I pull my heart out to him, and I tell him the truth, you know. And once he saw what was going on, he was like, Hey, look, take my number and call me tomorrow, you know, so I called him and two weeks later I'm in Pensacola. Right, right, right. Yeah, with the know, champ. With the yeah. champ. That's pound for pound right? best yeah, ever. Body head body in the head temp. Body head? You know, and was magic over there at that time? I brought yet? magic over there. You brought magic I over there. I brought magic over there. Shaggy. <laughs> he called me, he say Shaggy. 
if I was going on out there with uh with Roy, you know, I said, hey, I got you covered like a like a like a toddler with a door blanket. I said, mm -hmm. we going, we we coming out here. So, brought Magic out there. Um, we just put a team together, you know. I smoke, I drink came came about, and the only thing with that situation was Roy kept it so real, bro. He bought me out of my contract. Oh wow! Bought me out of my contract. Mm -hmm. with, you know, with take full and every anything I had to do with. It was done right there, you know, because it was just time for me. He wanted to give me no limit too. Well, yeah, yeah. It was just, you know, I, I I was never on a contract with no limit. Okay, gotcha. You know, it he was a contract, contract. He was, was like on take dog, four yeah. and take four was with no limit. Yeah, sort of, kind of. Right, that's why I said the only thing was missing was the chop of music, you know. Mm -hmm. So, um, so with Roy, right? You know, Roy, he 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 did what he was supposed to do, and he just gave him a green light, man. Look, it's time for you to do what you have to do as an artist, bro, because I see bigger things for you. And Roy was the one like you telling me, man, you shouldn't do this style of music. This is what you should be doing. Because he listening to me rapping, and he like, this is what you ought to be doing. I said, that time is going to come. I said, it's going to be a part of my career where I can let my, my, my fan base know exactly what I could do, and right. they're going to see the different genres, and it's like, I got to make music for everybody. I can't just make music for this, this club or make music for this household. It's like, I just performed for um, opened up for Justin Timberlake last week, and right before I opened up with Justin Timberlake, I just came out of Club J's. You right. get what I'm saying? Right. So it's Vers like versatility. That's that's what I'm here for, and that's what I want to do. You feel me? And like I say, that the experience, bro, is just is a humbling place to be right now for me. Just to know that, like I say, the people have they still support me. The city is still behind me. I mean, the but but how did it go with the Roy Jones situation? Man, it, it went great. Yeah, you did. Uh, Once he bought me on my contract, you know, Roy. You did an album. Was yeah. it that Bodyhead Bangers the body project bangers, or whatever? Yeah. Uh, Volume one or something like that. Music on there. You know what I'm saying? I, um, Boosie was on that. What yep, Boosie, Boosie on that? Zing, Boosie. Zoom, huh? Didn't that, Zoom um, come on, that out? That was I smoke, I drink. Okay, I smoke, I drink. Yep, part one and part two. Uh huh. So you know, we shot the videos of that. But see, Roy, he wasn't. He's like he was that celebrity that just you know. Roy got a whole lot of money, you know what I'm saying? So it's like... Roy started losing fights after he started fooling with that music. No, it was not that. It was not that. And what I don't saying, want man? that energy out what there. What you saying? No, I, I, had felt, the I just felt like... I had the bus and fight with a lot of people behind saying? this hill. It was not because of the music. What you saying, what? I'm just saying. Y'all know how... I'm just saying. Y'all know how this stuff works. And he was work. knocking everybody out. And he was. And he, he was still a body will. head banger. He gonna smoke your jaw. He hear you say that right now. I still think he he was the best. Oh, yeah, yeah, best. Yeah. But it seemed like he was spending too much time. No, on the music no, he wasn't. He wasn't. And not he wasn't. He wasn't. I don't know. He wasn't. Let me tell y'all what right, I know. I'm sorry. I'm gonna say Early. as much as Apologize I can now. say. <laughs> I'm gonna say as much as I can say without having a red dot on my back after this conversation. <laughs> Because y'all, no, it's nothing to do I got with us fighting. <laughs> we see that the Saints won this game, <laughs> but and we all looking at the Saints won this game. This was a flag, but oh, what happened? Okay, so I'm gonna tell you, Roy was the best and still is the best pound for pound. When you're such a big star, and they know they can't beat you one way, they have to beat you another way. Okay. And I'm going to be honest with you, this was the first time I ever heard somebody say this, and this way before I heard the Fantasia record, you have to lose to win. And I'm like, I didn't understand. Like, I'm in disbelief. I'm still a child. Mm -hmm. It's like you looking at your big brother fall in the ring and knowing, hey, you can whoop that man with one hand behind your back. Because I was surprised. You were surprised. We were trying to get in the ring. Security was fighting us, knocking us down. Because I'm like, it wasn't the part of... This Roy Jones, the box, that's my dog. Right, right. This is my right. friend. He on the ground hurt. Like, get to him. Like, right, get right. him up. 
it 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 was not supposed to be the way it was. My thing was they did him bad. Like you got to think of this, and I'm gonna speak the truth. Yeah, what you mean they did him bad? Listen, he to got knocked out. Who, who did him okay, bad? Okay, listen. But I will put him in the ring. The Saints, the Saints, the Saints lost. Yeah. 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 Yeah, they lost. I guess, sort of, kind of. Okay. Yeah. All right. Maybe, are you telling me something I don't know about yeah, that fact? I, I just said, I'm trying to say what I can okay, say without say a red dot being on the back of my head when I walk out this building. Okay. <laughs> the man said before this, sometimes you got to lose to win. Okay. All right. They had a record that all boxers wanted to beat, and it was Rocky Marciano record. Right. And that's no secret. Every yeah. boxer wanted to beat Rocky Marciano's record. Raw had a disqualification earlier in his career. Everybody know he beat Montel Griffin, but when Montel went down, he, he hit him again. He was just so furious and mad. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. And they disqualified him, so now he can't beat that record, so your legacy is so great to, well, we will pay you more money to lose, sir. Wow. Because you're not going to beat this record. Wow. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. All right. I'm sticking to it. Wow. Now on to the next one. Uh, Music. You, you got with another boxer after that? What 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 happened with that was a local a local boxer, Oh my man. goodness. <laughs> <laughs> you like them boxers, huh? Man, them boxers come find me, man. <laughs> they come find me. They know I can fight. <laughs> we, need, we need a fighting rapper around here. There's other rappers soft. They talk that, but they ain't about that. So <laughs> so so the Roy Jones thing that, that ended that that just ended? You out of your nah, contract? He, yeah, 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 back yeah. off the music. I yeah, think. he just he just went back to doing what he loved to do, and that's box in fight not, my, I'm about to say this is this this he a real country boy, bro. Roy has about nine mansions, bro, and he have one, I'm talking about nine mansions uh -huh. and one ranch that he'll stay on all day. He'd be like, forget the mansions. I want to be over here with my dogs, my chickens, horses. Yeah, man, he's a real country boy, and he loved the life. Like, he have um, Bentleys and all kind of exotic cars. He that life, right. He right. don't drive. He would rather drive. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I said, no. I said, man, that look like a Raver Man truck. You always in that truck. <laughs> I like this truck. I said, I tell you what, give me the Bentley. I put gas in there and everything. Look. You keep the Raven Man truck. You keep the Raven Man truck, you know? So we, we, we went Take Four, we went mm -hmm. No Limit, we went uh, Body Head. And this song is still alive. Mm -hmm. This song is still alive. So now you you a true champ. The song, the song is still here. No matter what label you done went to, no matter what, what record company you with, the, the song is still alive and doing well. So what happened with True Champ? What, what was the makeup there? What, what went wrong or what went right? Um, Where should I start? Oh man! <laughs> the it was it was, a, it was a project. It was a project um, deal. Like it wasn't no contract. It was like, man, we me and Greg cool. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we family. So it's like, look, I'm trying to get this thing going. You know, da 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 da. da. I said, man, I got you. Don't trip. Don't trip. You know. Um, so me and Ronald did a joint uh, venture. It was uh, me and Hot Boy Ronald. It was okay. called uh, It Is What It Is or the, something like that um, to the title, I believe. But. It was just something I was trying to help my people out. Right, and he was a novice at the record game. Right, right, right. So it was probably more investment. This and he, he liked to be flashy and flossy right, right. anyway. So, so, so this fit go. the bill. Right, right. right so that know. didn't do a whole lot or whatever. I mean, it didn't. A but it, it, it 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 did what he wanted to do. You know, and that's, I mean, he got gave a him shot a little shot. Yeah, it mm -hmm. gave him a shot that he needed because right. at the end of the day, it didn't take away from Chop or it didn't add to Chop. I've been just, rocking with Greg for years. Yeah, so. that's my yeah. dog. You know what I'm saying? Um. Let me, I'm, I'm okay. I, I want to find out what happened with y'all better not fight. So I remember you sending me this record. I was like, bruh, you got one. This that banger. Oh my. 
I was like, this is going to be a big racket for you. Because mm-hmm. it was, when you was just strictly indie at that point. Right. I don't think you was rocking with no labels by that particular point. Nope. And I thought you really had that record that I was did. about to set, especially the South on fire. I did. What happened? Trail Entertainment. <laughs> so, but you, they ended up pushing that record eventually of, mm-hmm. off the sample that you made popular, yeah, but never, they wouldn't clear it? That's what I never understood. You know, it's like, as men, when we doing business, we do good business. You're supposed to. Right. And I actually, I know I sampled the record. Right, I did. And right. I did the right thing by calling and I asked for clearance. I told you, you get it cleared. This your one. That's what I did. And I was told that we're going to clear it. It's Tuesday, we're going to get back with you. Let's set up. And I mean, a Tuesday came 72 times. And I'm like, dude, then I get a call from Super Mike like, nigga, you're not going to believe this. Like what? Listen, and there it is. I'm like, wow. But I it made it mad. into a whole song. I didn't get mad. I just I looked at it as man, as 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 brothers, bro. We supposed to be better than this because it's, right. it's not like it's 1995 no more. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Like right. gentlemen's right. agree, yeah, bro. Come on. So right. it's cool though. It's no beef with them, bro. I don't have no hatred to them. It's just like because my song still went up. The other one kind of like, mm, you know that sound. Right, 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 so right. I. Actually, and you can ask him behind my back. I ran into Webby at a concert, and I just asked him, you know, like, man, what happened? Webby said, man, hey, look, man, look. Man, how that man, hey, man, we know that's, your, let hey, let that's your song, man. Hey, man, we, hey, chop, we fam, man. But she, you know, we gotta do what we gotta do, man, you know? <laughs> Something like, yeah, it's my people, you know, I, I rock with Webby, you know, I saw Mouse. Right. Talked to Mouse. It was the same conversation. I talked to um, Fox, same conversation, right. you know? So it just didn't And then it was a Boosie verse, an old Boosie verse that they had put on it. So it's like, damn, like I really, I mean, we could have came together and just did it. Right, you know, right, I, I right. That's that. what I thought was going to happen. Yeah. I thought it had been a, a good collab. It's cool, though. I mean, we, we we moving forward from that point, right. you know what I'm saying? I mean, we, we still can work together. I mean, that's just mm-hmm. the type of person I am. I mean, I have no hatred to nobody out here in the world, bro. I just want to do good business and But But those are the going. bumps and bruises of doing music. Right, right. You, know, you, you make bad decisions, you make good decisions, and right. some decisions you regret. Mm-hmm. But we so, knew that was a banger the, the, the night we created it. Yes. You know, we yes. knew it. I was like, I need the radio version remember, immediately. Hey, let me tell you, I sent it out to uh, Baton Rouge first. I remember DJ New Orleans. I said, hey, tell me what you think about this, because you know he got that market out there. He said, I'm playing it tonight. I said, no, it ain't mixed. He said, I don't care. I'm playing it. Right, you know right, right, so, right. I'm like, all right. He called me back the next day like, boy, that's it there. So that's where it went. No. Yeah. Now, now, you know, in this game uh, of music, like a lot of folks don't understand that when you come out with a hit, a hit record, and it's banging, mm-hmm. and everybody loves you, and everybody loves that record, like, especially as a younger person, you think it's gonna last forever, mm-hmm. right? I'm the man, I'm getting bags. You know, I got chicks, my kids taken care of. Mm-hmm. I got the whip. But no song lasts forever. True. Right? So, you know, we went through a series of these different labels you rock with and your hot singles and what have you. And then everything kind of got quiet. Mm-hmm. That was my time. What to... happened at that quiet point? Like, that was how time. difficult is it? The quiet can be deafening. Mm-hmm. That was my time to reevaluate myself, get in shape mentally, 
through the bumps and the bruises like you spoke of a second ago, like that you then went through. Mm -hmm. And just for me to become who I am today. Right. I went back to my family. I went, you know, I it was I missed a lot of time out of my son's lives, you know what I'm saying? By me traveling so much, I needed to get my balance together because, you know, when you on top of the world, mm -hmm. you could go three ways. Blind, <laughs> crippled, mm -hmm. or crazy. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I could have crippled myself mm -hmm. if I would continue, especially rocking with some of the people I was around. You know, um, the crazy part is when you're up there and you got to understand, like, if I'm on a stage and I'm telling this crowd, turn around 10 times and pat your head. And everybody, the whole crowd, turn around patting their head. And you got this much influence on the people. Right. It's addictive. Yeah. It's, it's a drug. It's a drug. It's so a drug. I was like, wait a minute. I need to <laughs> sit back and just get this back together because I did not want to have that that mentality to where I run the world. Like gotcha. it's, it's, a, it's a greater power than me, you know, that's making me do this. Reflection so, time. Yeah, so. Okay. So your faith got stronger during that downtime? Yes, yes. Okay. Yes. Was there, was there a, a come to Jesus moment? It was a come to reality moment, mm -hmm. you know, what's going on. Right, you know? right. And I come from that type of background. So it's like my family, I mean, we pray. Mm -hmm, we mm -hmm. pray like even before my shows I pray mm -hmm. at the end of my show you always did pray. you always did I tell the people no matter what you just heard me say on this day that's what I can to tell y'all if you believe in God put your fist in there like this here and I speak with him for a second then I get off that stage gotcha. mm -hmm. so you know that's where I come from and a lot of this stuff is surreal you know you could really go crazy trying to follow Hollywood you could really go crazy following the wrong crowd you mm -hmm. know like I could have been in a situation where I know people that was down with us, you know, they got addicted to drugs, you know, and I went to see it and I felt like I was a part of this. Mm -hmm. So I just had to distance myself, you know, I'm like, nah, man, you know, like I brought y'all with me and then certain things went to happen and I'm mm -hmm. like, nah, bro, like, let me talk to you, man. This ain't how it's supposed to be. Like, cut the cameras off, man. Look, hold up, say, bro, what are you doing? You know, when it got into situations where I didn't have people with me, we on the road and it could have been situations where we could be locked up for life and they not gonna say, you did it. They gonna say chopping them. So my name go automatically be at the front. Yeah. It's gonna be at the front. It's gonna be at the so front. I'm like, nah, man, I'm not about to lose my my freedom. You know, man. Hey, let me just back away for a little while till I come back and do what I need to do on Shake my back. level. You Shake know. Back. So were you able to like make smart decisions with the money you had made, or were you young and dumb earlier? Like, you know, what I'm saying when you made take full money, no limit money, buy the head money. Were you? Weren't you saving enough to write, really get it? And then what happens during the downtime with artists? I know some people get publishing checks. Mm -hmm. Maybe you got some SAG checks. I'm not sure. But did you have to do, like, normal people shit, like, for a while? Like, you No, know, to be honest, I always did normal people shit. You know what I'm I saying? I mean, like, to make bread. Even, to make bread. Even when the, when the numbers were sky high. Like I was what? still doing normal shit. You know what I'm saying? You, I know you still had some shows. Right. So what I else? was still doing normal people shit. And that's what people would see me and like, okay, he's in Family Dollar. I'm, yeah, I want the cheap shit too. Right. I, mean, I, want, I, want right. Thrift, I want thrifty made, you know what I'm saying? It ain't got to be, you know, it could be the Walmart brand. I don't care, it takes the check code range is good. You know yeah. Right, right. And I get about 15 more in the case, you and know I, what I'm saying? And that's what I'm telling you. I, I'm, I always lived in the hood. Mm -hmm. I would see him on his bicycle. Mm -hmm. Right, You know, right. he would knock on the door, say, uncle, what's happening? Mm -hmm. I'm like, this dude done blow up. His song is all over the world, and he right. is on the bicycle right. on my right. street. You know, we rapping and we kicking it. Yeah. 
So and that, that's just that's that's what keep me humble. That's what keep me grounded. You know, it, I feel like, like I say, I, I done been around some millionaires, billionaires, and they not happy. Mm -hmm. They unhappy. So mm -hmm. that money don't make you happy. Didn't you uh did did, did you move to Houston for a while? Were y'all yeah, that way yeah, for a while? Yeah. You did any music? You uh you click clack with any of them guys? Collaborate. That was Katrina ran us out there. Okay. You know, so um actually I was in Pensacola in there the storm. That was my first like you know hurricane or whatever gotcha. or mm -hmm. whatnot. And it kind of spooked me because I mean we didn't got threatened with hurricanes. Like yeah hey, we we live in a gumbo bowl and mm -hmm. we gonna drown and right. I'm like man, I ain't worrying about no hurricane, man. So when I'm in Pensacola, it was a different type of hurricane. Like it, shoo, I hear this coming through the windows. I'm like, wait, get in the basement, <laughs> right, right, right. Get in the basement. Roots flying off. I said, I got to go. Roy, what y'all got me out here in? You know, so I'm gone. I don't, I don't know if you remember, but we bump heads in the Galleria. Mm -hmm. and, you know, you got a loud mouth. You got a big old mouth. Everybody right, knows right, right. I hear somebody saying, oh, oh big home, big home across <laughs> right. the mall. Right. Moves. I turn around this chop. I'm like, okay, we. I feel good now. Mm -hmm. You know, it's family. It's all right. good. We kicked it a little bit in H Town. We kicked right. it a little bit. That's my, my nephew. I got town, nephew when I H Town, bro. Shout out J Prince, man. Let me tell you something. When I went to Houston, it was because of the hurricane. Like, like I said, I ran from Pensacola from a hurricane, and then they said Katrina was coming. So I'm like, man, this, this shit following me. You know what I'm saying? So like. <laughs> My mama had called me. My mama don't never talk like this. We had a, I was with True Champion. We had a flag football game out there in the East, and we was giving away school supplies because school was getting ready to start. So got all the kids out there. I'll never forget I had on some khaki shorts, some little running shoes, and I think a, a white beater, you know. For y'all that don't know what a white beater is, just the undershirt, you know. I don't, don't think I hit my wife or nothing. Uh, <laughs> got the white beater on. You know, every time people's going to jail on 911, they always had the thing on. Oh, you know he hit that one with <laughs> He hit a It's a Me Too shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Anti-Me Too shirt. <laughs> so I got that on and my mama called me, you know, and mama ringtone come on, like, you gotta stop what you doing. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? I still I'm still scared of my mama, boy. Mm -hmm. The rest of my life. If she give me a look, I quit. Hey, okay, y'all go ahead, y'all go home. <laughs> go home, Buto. Go home, go home. But um my mama called me and she said, Look, I don't know what you doing, but I'm about to go. And moms don't never leave for no hurricane. So I said, well, mom, I say anything ain't gonna be nothing. She said, all right, I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, you know, I got off the phone, I'm looking around like, man, I don't think it's gonna be that bad. But all in the back of my head, I could keep hearing her say, I'm gone. So mm -hmm. I told everybody, hey, I'm gonna holler at y'all, let me go check on my mama. Shit, boy, I pull up, boy, my mama, her boy, they called, gone. <laughs> I had a key to her house, so I go in, her good stuff gone. <laughs> like she even got her, you all like, I'm not coming back. And my mama still haven't came back to the day. She's still in H-Town. Wow. Yep. You so, serious? You know, when I went out there to H-Town, uh, I was already connected with Roy Jones. So it's like Roy Jones and Jay Prince, like this here, you know, mm -hmm. that boxing ties, you know. Um, and I just remember being in the Roxas one night, DJ High C, DJing, and mm -hmm. place jumping. And that Buku dudes just over here in this corner. Like I knew it just looked like some either this is a place I don't want to go. That's a place you need to be. So <laughs> I just remember opening up like this here. And it's like a light that shined on this little dude's head. <laughs> and he was like, and I'm like, right. he can't be calling me. I don't even know who this is, you know. Right. But it was Jay Prince. So I get over there, so he go to talk, you know, I talk, you know, hey man, if you need anything, you know. The man, Godfather. He's out here. Right. I got you, you know. No, Roy already told me. I'm like, oh, all right, all right. So it was cool. Mm -hmm. So I felt like I ran H Town. Now I could do whatever I want to, man. We had so much fun out there, man. The people, they showed us love. It was just, 
we had some knuckleheads out there. You know how that is already. You know, you get knuckleheads in the group. They'll turn it bad for everybody. Right, but I mean, right. that's anywhere you go. Right, you get right. what I'm saying? So um, it was just a great experience just to, to, to see the different style of music. Like I got to, you know, really feel like uh, what it is, the, the screw music and, the, you know, just the, I'm like, damn, like that's like our bounce music. You know, we may look at it like, man, what is they doing? Right. Like, they look at us like, man, what is they doing? Right. I remember that vividly because, you know, I used to do the 504 Fridays. Oh, Maxie. Me and Sporty at Maxie's over on Westheimer, man. It hey, was, bro. you know, when we first it's started your doing fault it. for a long time. Whoa. Bro. Oh, bro, you just put me in all, that's why I think. I, I, I booked you out there. Several times, several times. I met the one of the craziest. <laughs> <laughs> I met one of the craziest there that night. Uh, okay. Well, we ain't gonna talk about <laughs> it. One of the craziest. <laughs> uh, but 504 Fridays was a dope oh, piece yeah. because we, we we first did it as the New Orleans reunion. Right. That was what me and Sporty called it at first. And uh, they gave us the club because they felt like it was gonna fail. Little did they know, Sporty was gonna bring Wild Wayne on board. Right, I think Silver we might have did or something. Silver was DJing. I had Slab. I oh, had yeah. DJ Chicken for a while. Yep. We brought in eight uh, High C once or twice. Uh, Little Man, Five like we had a Friday. bunch of people. Oh. Matter of fact, I think the first night we did maybe close to two thousand people. I remember they were mad with us around Houston. Lord, well y'all had it popping because they was the trying to take line. everybody FEMA checks at the clubs. Hey, bro, I hated that moment. Hey, bro, listen to me. I told them people one day, I said, call me a refugee again. It's going to be a back attack in here. I'm going to evacuate. I ain't no damn refugee. You know what a refugee is? Right. You know what right. I'm saying? Don't talk to me like I'm crazy. <laughs> Don't do me that. You know? So Houston was was a good thing. Yeah, right? yeah, right? yeah. Did great. some great things great. in Houston. Um, you know? But yeah, you moved on. Right, right, and, right. And time passed. I came back home. You did some records here and there. Yeah. Uh, Tell me about what happened when you got the call to be a part of Essence. Well, right before I tell you that, I'm gonna tell you about me coming back home. Okay, okay. I came back home and I, I, I still have my value and I still have my morals and I still have my integrity. I still have my work. I just hated the fact that people thought I was down and they were offering me Hey, Chop, you come do this here, knowing what I'm going to do when I hit the stage, whether I got dancers by myself, whether I have no voice, whatever. Mm -hmm. I bring a magical feeling to that stage. So when I started getting these cheap prices, like, well, Chop, this all we got. You know what I did? I still went and did it. Because mm. it wasn't about the money. It was about these people that's going to support me. Right, right, You know what right, I'm saying? Right. So they're not going to understand the promoter ain't have all the money and all that. That is going to, Chop ain't show up. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? That's how they felt. So... Throughout that time, now I just I I was building relationships with everybody, let them know, and I whispered in their ear every time I could tell them, "I'm coming back, I'm coming back. Mm -hmm. It's about to happen. It's about to happen." Man, chop over there talking crazy. Then I get a call for Essence, and then they see me perform at Essence, and seventy thousand people stood up, rocking with you. So I sit back, and they thinking is, "That's I already knew this." Mm -hmm. I know what I hold with this city. I know what type of weight. And the thing is, I'm humble with it the whole time. I'm not, I could be talking crazy. Yeah, dog. I, no, that's not me. Mm -hmm. The crazy part was everybody practicing. <laughs> they had practice for this. And I remember showing up. I didn't go to practice. And when I showed up to S's to get my passes, everybody looking like, that chopper ain't practice. Why he? I hit him with that AI practice? 
Practice? <laughs> you hit him with that Allen Iverson, yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> practice? Y'all got to practice for this? This is who I do. Even Pete introduced me like, y'all remember Chopper? <laughs> that's, wow, that's Pete cool. Like, y'all remember Chopper? Cool. That was good. It was that good or bad? As if hey, he had fell off. Hey, yeah, I, I was amazing because I had to watch him on this camera because it was like, all right, give Chopper the mic. The dancers wasn't even ready. Like it was Chop was like number five, but like all of a sudden it's like I jumped. Because but yeah. let's let's texture it. It was the No Limit reunion, right? right on stage right, right, at right. Essence. That was what two years ago? I believe so. Two years ago. Yeah, two two yeah, years so, ago. Yeah. Man. So. Um, and then you got the mic. Mm-hmm. And somebody was filming this way, and I was able to see the footage afterwards because I don't know when I'm on the stage. It's like tunnel vision. I don't see nothing. I just make sure I don't fall off the stage with stepping off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, like right, I right. can't see the lights is. Right. Yeah, they they you know, bright lights. Bright. So um, I just remember the energy jumping so high. To P went to run. Hey, give me out the mic. Get out the mic. Get out the mic. <laughs> you know, it was just crazy. And I'm like, yeah, see, this is what we do. You know, afterwards, shook hands. You know, thank you for having me a part of this dog. Right, you know? right. Chop, hey, you, you, chop, chop, what you gonna do? I said, I'm going back home. Right, <laughs> right, right. Going right. back home. This is what I need to do. I mean, I'm all, preparing with, for something else. Right. right. With all due respect, you saved the show. Bro, I'm, I was I'm, at the show. Humbly, yeah. I will accept that, but I also said I think it had to do with everything that was going on. You know, okay. everybody just the feel good the, moment. It's the, it, yeah, it's the, it's the energy, bro, that that song brings still to this day. You know, so I was even more humbled to be in a situation to what happened recently. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if I could just bring it in, Let, man, let's recently, fast forward because man. recently okay. it was a resurgence. Let me tell you. On an all-time high. Man. Um, on that song that won't die. <laughs> I'm going to tell the truth. Shame to anybody that's against it. You know um, You know how they say things happen for a reason. You just got to pay attention to the signs and what you're supposed to be doing. Man, let me tell you something. No lie. I had gave my girl some change to go do something. But she didn't do that first. She went and got a help face. Mm. And when she came in, I'm like, mm. it's Monday night. Why the cable not on? The cable off. I got to watch the game. Oh, oh I forgot. I'm going to do it now. I said, all right. All right, cool. But after I get my help face, <laughs> I said, all right. I'm going to a ballroom or somewhere and watch this game. You know, because it's my Saints. That's my favorite team in the world. I mean, you know, it's... Home I'm a diehard, man, you know. Like, hey, bro, they talk bad about the Saints. It's like talking bad about my mama, you know. So um, all I know, the cable was off, and I had left because I said I'm going to go watch this game somewhere, and I had to get some fish from uh, PetSmart. So I went and got the fish, and on my way back, for some reason, my truck went to running funny. Gotcha. So I'm like, dang, what's going on? So I called my cousin. I said, I'm going to come over there and watch the game by you, bro. He said, all right, cool. Then he called me back and he said, hey, you want to go to the game? I said, you got tickets? He, he worked with those. He, he worked with uh, with clients, you know what I'm saying, with his uh, with, with the kids, you know, special kids. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they sometimes get tickets and everything, right, um, right. you know. So I just remember. They ain't got no cable. Yeah. The fish died in the bag. Yeah. Man, I'm going to the game. I'm just going to go to the What game. else could I, could go wrong? I said, cuz, why are you giving me these tickets? He said, man, because I can't bring my client. You know, last week I bought him and everybody with the high five and when the Saints scored a touchdown, the man that was in front of him, he hit him in the back of his head. <laughs> 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 you 
He said he had all us in there about the fight. He said I had to tell him, hold on. It's a special time. It's a special time. It's an accident. Hey, the man ain't want to hear that shit. He screaming, who that? He said, it was him. Who that? It was him. Man, that was crazy, bro. But hey, I can't lie. I'm telling you the truth. So I said, look, I can't make this shit up, bro. I'm telling y'all. So my cousin said, well, I'm gonna meet you with the tickets because I'm not going, so I'm gonna meet you. So I went and got the tickets. So I didn't call my girl. I said, look, you wanna go to the game? She's like, yeah. But she's still saying that after I get my hair done. I said, cool, I'm not tripping. Go ahead. So we gets to the game and we already like, you know, kickoff probably like was 720 and it's like seven. Cause she just finally got her hair done. <laughs> yeah, so look, I, we pull up. Man, when I tell you, it's the pouring down rain. <laughs> <laughs> On a new head. What else could go wrong, huh? She got a head no, back and so it's She's so mad with me. I'm not getting out this truck. I said, listen, I don't care what you do. Kick off in 10 minutes. You can sit in here if you want. I'm gone. I'm gone. I probably my mom when we Katrina's coming. I'm gone. I gotta see this game. You remember? So, man, when I tell you, I had a, a, a hat in the back of the truck. I said, look, you can put this hat on your head. I knew it was still gonna get wet, but to make her feel a little better. Right. You're gonna be all right. So she was like, all right, I'm gonna put the hat on. So she said, come on. So we go to running through the rain. But you know, when you're going into the dome, you gotta wait in that line. <laughs> so we drenched. So now she extra mad. You gotta get what I'm saying. Like black woman with her hair done, right, right, she right. mad. So the type of mad that when you go to the concession stand, you want something big, I don't want nothing. <laughs> All right, wait, ma'am, could you give me some nachos? Thank you. So I done got my little $23 nachos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My $23 yeah. nachos. Oh, cheese. Hey, 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 hey. So if you take that off, how much it is? Well, it's still $23. Well, I'm gonna put that on there, put that on there. Yeah. So uh, we get up there and I'm walking fast because I'm trying to keep that energy away because I'm, I'm, I really want to get to the kickoff and start it now. Right, right. Got my nachos, you want something? Nope, I don't want all right. Come on, let's go, we go to our seats. So as we at, on, at our seats, I'm looking at her. She probably on Instagram, you know. I ain't worrying about this. So, right. about four minutes later, I'm on like my night nacho. I hear Chopper Style playing in the dome. So, I didn't hear Chopper Style a million times, but I'm like, wait, we in the dome? Wow. And then I see the people getting up and everybody just having a good time. So I forgot my nachos on my lap. I didn't jumped up too. My nachos all on the ground. So that's like. <laughs> $19 worth of nachos <laughs> on the ground right there. So she looked, I looked at her then, she smiled, I'm smiling, we forgot we mad. Right, right, right. We go to jamming, and then from that week on. You was hitting the chop style in that? No, I really was, you, that you tears just, coming out my eyes like, man, enjoying it, people, the you know what I'm saying? I look at this. So right. every week from that point on, it got bigger, because next week you got Elma Kamara on the sideline doing it, then you got uh, Ingram. Ingram doing Ingram, it, yeah. and then the next week, you got Bridgewater in the locker room. He motorbike. So from that part on, it just, it just, man, snowballed and just kept going and kept going. And I was just so happy because, now if it was for the Giants or somebody, I would have been mad. Like I wouldn't even want to be there, you know. But right. it's the Saints. Right, right. Hometown. Man, my on, song. Man. My song with the Saints. I even made a Saints song. They liked that too, but you know the people like it. But it was more of hey, this song here was chose. Right. You right, get what I'm right. saying? So, man, bro, it was just. A humbling experience, and like I said, to see 
the kids right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll be telling the kids when they taking pictures with me, like, I got a lot of kids, fans. Now they come up and they just start doing the motorbike, you know? Mm-hmm. But let's chop up. Mm-hmm. And I, I tell them when I'm taking a picture, you know your mama was in my video, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so look at now, now the, the new kids, you get what I'm saying? Right, they, right. They, they, they getting the same experience that their mom and them had when they was younger, right, you know? So right, right. just to be the same person that could still be who I am today, bro. It's just amazing, and I mean, this is not the end. This, I believe this is the beginning of a new journey. Right, right. You know, like I was, I was explaining to y'all earlier about the the different genres of music. I have songs that I never released, and they gonna have some people that's listening to this right now, seeing this and saying, "He not lying." Mm-hmm. So I didn't play songs for people that be like, "Dude, why you didn't put this out?" I said, "Timing." Right. It's not time yet. Right, right, when right. Time come, I'm gonna know. I'm gonna feel it. Mm-hmm. And when I drop it, it's gonna do what it's supposed to do. Now, have the Saints? Talked about potentially making this their song song, like because I think they did it already. You know, we it's it's a really weird situation to have the song that's the anthemic song of the Saints done by Atlanta artists, and the Falcons are our arch rival, right? Which I've always been very confused about, right? But the song fit. It's called halftime football, so you right, kind of right, get it, right? But I just never understood why we didn't have a New Orleans artist since we have one of the richest musical cultures in the world and the most contemporary, you know, artists that have been trendsetters. Why didn't Lil Wayne have a Saint song or Jubilee or whatever? So well, I think Lil Wayne was it, more they, of a, a Packers fan, though. So he is. He is. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But it's, it's just the point. It's just the point, not necessarily so much that. So do you know if they're going to make this, that song, so every time the Saints score a touchdown, they're going to pop that type of style off or what? I mean, that's what's been happening. So, I mean, I just hope it continues. Right, you know? right. Um, I tell you what, though, I just want to thank all the people that had anything, whoever hands touched any part of that. You know, mm-hmm. I heard so many stories about who did this and who did that, you know, and, oh, I'm the reason. No, let me tell you something. I want to thank all y'all. You right, know what I'm saying? right, because right, right. If it wasn't for them, some of this wouldn't happen. You know, magical moments happen. Let me tell you another story about this guy. His name is Fred. And he walked up to me and he was like, well, actually, uh, Cam Jordan had told me, he said, hey, this is the DJ that be playing your music in, in the locker room right here. So I look, he said, DJ Fred. And I look and I went to shake his hand. I said, man, there ain't no DJ. That's Fred McAfee. What? I know Fred McAfee is. I said, man, hold up, bro. I said, you signed me an autograph when I was nine years old. Yeah. You played running back for the Saints. I said, I had your black and white yeah, on my walls. Yeah. I was like, oh, too. Freddie Mac. <laughs> you know? So just for that experience to happen right there for that that time period. And when I told him that, he was like, wow. I'm like, yeah. I said, you signed my name wrong on that. But hey, right. I still right. had it on right. my wall. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? But to see that it was him that was in mm-hmm. the locker room playing it is like, wow, like he wouldn't even know I was that kid that he signed his autograph mm-hmm. for, you know? Um, Full circle. Yeah, thank you. That's what I was Full getting circle. at. And he was like, man, he said, I, I, I was just listening. He said, cause when we go to New York, we hear Jay-Z. When we go to Atlanta, you know, we hear T.I., you know, when we go to L.A., you hear Snoop. But like in New Orleans, we playing all their music, but man, put that chopper style on. He said, man, I'm a fan, man. You yeah, know? yeah. And Mark Ingram right from, you know, right around the corner from us, so he know the music. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alvin Kamara is, is right from around the corner. Yeah. He know the music. And I think Fred is from Mississippi That's or something, what I'm right? Saying. Right, it, yeah. You know, we, we we next door neighbors, you know? What was the craziest thing that has happened during this run? Like, because there's been a number of highlights. Uh, mm-hmm. What 
outside of the Drew Brees party, because we'll talk about oh, that in a second. Okay, I know you're going to okay, say that. Okay. I know you're going to say that already. Like, tell me something crazy that happened on this run, because the Saints were, were kicking butt. <laughs> of course, we got the stupid no call, because the refs cheated us and robbed us out of this victory. I know you're a Cowboys fan. I don't want to hear all that, bro. I don't want to hear all of that. Sean is Roy, uh, uh, Sean Roy, oh, I know. Oh, I a Cowboys know. fan. Oh, I know. Um, we did get robbed, and you keep it moving, but right. during that run, tell me some things that happened. That were great. The shift in people. Uh huh. I mean, I had people that wasn't speaking to me that speak to me, and the people that I spoke Uh-oh. to on an everyday basis stopped speaking to me. So I had to go back to them, like, "Hey, we still cool, huh? Yeah, I just want to see if you if you was gonna act funny with me. Like, oh, we gotta go through this, right? But that was great for me. It, it allowed me to know who was who. Discernment. Come on, man. Yeah. Had to reevaluate. Right. You know, and I just don't want people around me just to be around me because of a fame or this or that. Because if, if I'm gone, I'm gone. You know what I'm saying? I want my roses where I can smell them. Don't you come showing up. If I throw a concert and you don't show up, don't you come over there if something happened to me. Mm-hmm. To how much you love me. Man, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. do that at all. You know, and just to see, like I said, a shift in people like... I use this as my punchline. Six months ago, I was in Walmart, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Doing devious things. And, you know, six <laughs> months down the line, it's like, I walk in and can we get a picture chop? Right. Cool. Right. <laughs> Let's get it. How yeah, things you know? how things change. Right. Yeah. You know, um, I just want everybody to, you know, that's around me to accept that this is who I'm supposed to be. This is what I'm doing. This is my journey. I know what God has me doing right now. So if it seems like I'm being weird or strange, it's not that I just know that I'm headed somewhere and I want to take you with me. It's just, it's things we have to do to get to that point, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just don't need negativity around me. I don't, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Cause you got to think, uh, even when you're in a relationship, you know, with someone and they know you right. and Things would happen to where, all right, it's a big change. It's a big difference to where now you got women coming from everywhere just want a picture and a kiss and a hug. And I know a respectable part and I know a disrespectful part. You know what right. I'm saying? Because I know, I, I, you know, I, I don't want to say no names, but it's like a lot of artists that's out there that we know of, that we are fans of, but they will treat you like shit. And you just want a picture with them. I'm not taking no pictures. And it's like, damn, man, you know, that's crazy. Like... I heard a story about um, I forgot who the artist was, the, uh, the the arrogant artist, but Will Smith was bigger than these artists, whoever it was. And when them artists got out the car for this concert, it was like no pictures, this and that. And Will Smith pulled up in the limo right behind y'all. Everybody went to run into Will Smith. And he said, "Hey, hey, hey, look, 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 we're gonna do this quietly. I'm gonna sign every autograph and take every picture, but let's move this way, doing it." Mm-hmm. And this is the Fresh Prince of Bel Air we talking right, about. Right, right, right. So it's right. a way you treat people. Yeah, come you know, back. Can, you can have this arrogant attitude. That's cool. It's cute if that's what you want to do, but that's not that's what you're supposed to be. It's not, it's not going to pay you off. You being wild wing, you hey, understand. You know I've what I'm saying? I've done it for a long time. Come on, man. I learned from the best, bro. Yeah. You got, man, listen to me. Keep that smile, bro. You know what I'm saying? You you always in a in, in a good mood when I see you. you know, it's not a dull moment around you. Not ever. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and, and I, I, I take heed to that. You know what I'm saying? It's like what you want. And I don't care where I see you at. We have a good time. You know? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't understand what we're dealing with in life. That's right. real life shit. You know what I'm saying? That's really going on. Like, we got to block all of that out to continue doing what we're doing. Because if not, boy, shit. So is that part of, the, part of the reason, not only because of the song, but like just the great attitude 
is why the Drew Brees party happened? Because I know that was a big deal. Well, that's a whole different uh, that's a whole <laughs> different ball game right there. Actually, the Drew Brees situation, bro, it was like um, I was I was I did like three shows in one night. Like I had people calling me saying, "Hey, man, you supposed to be here? You supposed to, I said, I'm gonna be at all of them." Right. There was this one spot that I was told, okay, they have some Saints fans over here. They just want you to show up for a few minutes. And I'm like, cool, you know, they're like, I know you're tired. I said, nah, nah, I'm not tired. I'm ready to move. Let's, let's, let's keep it going. All right, great attitude. Chopper like that. Let's go. So we pull up and I, I see the people and I'm like, wait, that's Cam Jordan right there. I said, I'm Camaro. Look a pre. Oh, boy, y'all got me. Y'all got me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was more surprised than. They were. Right, right, know, it's right. Like, and, and, and as soon as we walk in, they're like, is Chop ready? I'm like, ready for what? Man, you about to do that song for Breeze that you wrote the other day. And it's like, you know how you just sit down, less than 9 o'clock props? Right, coming know, out to it. Okay, I just wrote the, you know, it was like, just wrote a little verse for Breeze that I wanted to tell him, but not knowing I'm going to be able to tell him at his party. Gotcha. You know, and when he saw it, he saw me coming, it was like, he just started hitting the motorbike and, you know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. He looked like he had to, and oh, he hit the beanie, beanie weenie. Weenie, yeah. yeah. He was Jordan's not and everything. Right, I saw that. Hey, come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, Drew. That's my dog, man, you know? But um, just to be able to tell him what I was saying in that song and not just, you know, it's like you can send a person a text message. They can read it, you know, say, oh, thanks. Mm -hmm. Like to tell a person. You know? Right. Like I said a minute ago about letting, giving a person their roses why they can smell them. Right, right. You know, um, that's what I want to do. I want to appreciate the people around me, you know. You got your song coming but, too, man. I got one for oh, you too. Oh, oh, you know oh. For real, for real. All know? right. So, um, just like I said, the experience just to be in there and to see his eyes when I said what I was saying. He was like, wait, this ain't the chopper style. Wait, he's. You and flipped the like, like, oh, like, wait. He, look looked, he looked touched. Yeah, I was like, yeah. wow. I watched the video. And like I said, once I dapped him off, you know, and, and he, he told me something, he talked he talked to me with that goat talk. You mm -hmm, know? And like mm -hmm. I said, that's just something I would never tell nobody. It's right. Just, I know what he meant. You know, and I know where I'm going. I know what I'm trying to do. So, so where is Chopper going? So the Saints lose. You know, I I think everybody kind of Saints lost. Saints were robbed. The they Saints were robbed. Were robbed. Grand larceny. Uh, I think folks. They didn't, even have no, they didn't even have no pistol. They just walked in and shook the shirt. Give me the bag. <laughs> Give me the bag. Give me the bag. Give me the bag. Strong on. Uh, Come on, man. So Saints were obviously going to Super Bowl. It didn't happen. Mm -hmm. It kind of. Cut things short a little bit for you, because I no, know. It didn't, it didn't, it didn't. What it did was, this was the best commercial I have got without paying for it. If you get what I'm saying? I do. You know, so it was part of the journey. This was supposed to happen. We didn't know how it was going to happen, but for it to happen this way, mm -hmm, come mm -hmm. on, man. Now it's time to take advantage. So the next steps, I'm going to let you know I already shot a video to one single already. Mm -hmm. We're shooting another video tomorrow, so it's like we're moving. Okay, okay. I have singles in place, infrastructure is set, and this time we don't need the certain people to do this for us. We can do it for ourselves. Right, you right, 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 right. So anything else outside of the music maybe you got popping on this, this next wave? Merch or? Oh, yeah, the merch uh, is there. The merch is there, the clothing line. TV show coming. or oh, yeah, something like that. What you got, that. man? I mean, I had a couple of reality shows come, but I'd be trying to tell him, like, this New Orleans, like, you can't, like, do that down here. Like, you know, the security ain't going to be able to stop these people down here. Like, right, yeah, right, right. It's not shot. a game. It's not a game. Somebody's going to get shot. Like, they'll be waiting outside the... Oh, yeah? That's okay, about them cameras. I'll hey, be like, y'all don't know Cheeky Black and Miss T? 
Shit. <laughs> when I was young, I bought hey, let me tell you, that's that's New Orleans right there. When there was a beef, it was a beef. Mm-hmm. They would see each other in in, 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 in rainbow. <laughs> and it's going down, you know what I'm saying? So um yeah, I mean it's just like I said, it's a humble experience, bro. And I I, I love everybody that's still supporting, man, and, and it's just Chopper's about to take this to a whole nother level. So just get ready, stay tuned. Yeah. Catch me at Real Chopper Style, you know, on, on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be letting people know what's happening. Let me tell you like this, I never thought in a million years that the little boy from the West Bank, mm-hmm. they used to be on the props. Carrying crates. Carrying crates that I put on his first show in Thibodeau and Beatties, mm-hmm. where he performed backwards. Yep. Yeah. Cause he was too nervous. Yep. I was looking in the mirror because I was so used to being in the house looking and rapping to the mirror. Trying to get my face expression. Yeah. That's right. He's uh, like, turn around, turn around. No, this is why I won't rap to Wayne. <laughs> he turned around and did his thing. I never thought mm-hmm. that, you know, this journey would land here, man. Cause you get national acclaim with the record. Mm-hmm. I heard so many sportscasters right. saying, man, they about to do the yeah, top of style at halftime. Uh, like, wait, what's what's your boy's name? He said, Man, your favorite rapper is there. He's like, who? He said, Chopper. I'm like, wow, like, I mean, all these different celebrities, they're talking about it. So all that did was put my name back out there the right way. In a way you never anticipated. Right. Man, congratulations, bro. Thank you so much. My little brother doing his thing, man. Thank you. And thanks for being a part of the podcast, man. It's a new foray for me. Uh, The Wild Wayne Unchained podcast, and I'm loving every minute of it. I'm glad we could share the stories of folks, whether it be, you know, like I said, culture or cuisine. Or lifestyle or music, right. because I want to give them the real story, like mm-hmm. unadulterated. Like right. this, not the story that anybody else has. I want right. to dig, and and we talked about a lot of stuff. I think people have a better understanding of who Chopper is now, and where he came from. And look, even though I was told you say what you want, you could curse. I still wouldn't curse. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't you you can express a, yourself you better. Got a couple right? of shits in there. Well, you know it wasn't yeah. that bad. Though. <laughs> oh, you mean you can't? How you gonna curse in front of your big brother? And you know what I'm saying? Come on, shit. I might have a belt back there trying to whip me, hey, man. You know. Man, man, I appreciate. I appreciate y'all. You we know, appreciate straight up. Man. And I, I don't mean just for the podcast today. I mean for everything you've right, done. right. Thank you. Know, you. Thank I always you. tell you I got your back. I'm a phone That's call away if you need me. I've always been there for you. And you've always been here from not just me, but for the city. You know. When they play that chopper style, man, it's just like everything just goes away. You ain't having mm-hmm. a bad day, man. You know, you, you get gypped out your change at the store. Somebody man. bump into you at the red just light. Say, oh, yeah. You're going to feel better about yourself. And hit that, ah, that chopper rock <laughs> on them, son. Man, we got Or one. now you can hit the motorbike, too. So uh, it all, I don't it do that motorbike. Sense. That ain't I that know, real. Hey, that hey, ain't hey, that real. I, I like it. You, I bet you your kids are doing it. That's what I'm talking about. Who they want. <laughs> we got uh, more of the Wild Wing Unchained podcast coming every time we come with compelling content. We are controlling the narrative with our people out there because there are so many colorful and beautiful people and beautiful stories, and we're going to share them with you so you can hear it around the world. Big shout-out to my man C. Smith on the boards. C. Smith? Uh, Shout-out to my man JT on the cam. Salute. He's incredible. He got this... This drone flying around up here and all kinds of stuff. Like that, yeah, JT. It's the other JT. It's the other JT. I think he out the Nine Ward or something. I, I think oh, he from out the Nine Ward. Oh, gangsta, gangsta. Uh, shout out to the homie Flex. Big ups, big ups as always. Big ups to you, Chopper. Oh man, thank y'all once again. God bless y'all. Cut. <laughs> Cue the theme music. <laughs> all right, now let's really talk. Oh, bitch ass nigga, you heard me tell you about. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, oh.
Wayne Unchained podcast. Make sure and follow us on social media at Wild Wayne Unchained. And for advertising or sponsorship opportunities, contact us at wildwayneunchained at gmail.com.